cauldron always stirring. So grab a glass of wine and listen to the voices. Who knows what you will find? This is Cora's Cauldron on Cauldron FM. Brightest blessings and welcome to Cauldron FM. You are listening to Cora's Cauldron on this magical night, and I am your host, Reverend Cora. Tonight's show is going to be about Imblog, also known as Candlemas, and I will also be talking about the magic of a sea witch. I have chosen to talk about my own personal experiences with being a water spirit because my moon sign is Scorpio. I have always been drawn to the water because of this, and then with the years going by like they always do on us, and after all the learning I've done, I've realized that my religion is a mix of everything, and that my spirituality is open for debate, as I'm pretty sure you guys have all started to realize that by now. But before I begin discussing in blog known as Candlemas, I would like to ask if anyone knows anyone that writes their own music and would like to promote it on Cora's Cauldron. If you know anyone or even yourself, please contact me at Facebook under Cora's Cauldron or under Cauldron FM, and I would be honored to play your music on the show. Okay, Inblog. Inblog is known as well as Candlemas. It begins January 31st through February 2nd. However, I honor mine for five full days. I will start January 31st and I will take it out until February 4th. The reason for this is because I honor the elements. So on the 31st I will start with the water, then the fire, then the earth, then the air, and then the spirit. And I will also use colored candles, which will be red for fire, blue for water, earth would be brown, spirit would be white, and for air, I'm going to choose yellow. So these are going to be the colors that I will be using. Now, because of that, I am going to celebrate for five full days. And I want to honor each day. So come the sixth day, I will start to take everything down. So by the seventh day, whatever decorations or whatever I've done for Inblog, everything will be put away and I will be starting anew beginning my new life, beginning whatever it is that I feel that I need to accomplish this year. And my accomplishments really boils down to my business, my radio show, um, my husband and I and our relationship, where we currently just moved. We just moved into a beautiful old town that is right on the water for us. So I feel like I'm, you know, living the life right now. I'm the little gypsy. And how do you settle down a gypsy? Well, you guys know it's pretty impossible to settle a gypsy. Just take them near water, and they'll be happy for a while. <laughs> so that's what he did. He brought me towards water, and I will be happy for a while. So I will be honoring everything that was given to me from last year, which is helping me create a new life this year. So on the seventh day, I will be honoring and being thankful and starting over. And this is how I will begin to celebrate my Sabbath, or the Imblog, known as Candlemas. Alright, so the history of Imblog. In Roman history, the month of February is sacred to the god Februs, who was the god of purification and death. In Celtic myth, this is the time where they honored the goddess-in-waiting as a bride to the sun god. 
Now before the Nordic influences hit, this was also the time where the sun god was being born anew. Just like I said about beginning anew and starting a new life. So this is how this was celebrated and how it was seen. In Ireland this day, it is still being worshipped for the goddess Bridget in her bride form. Today is also honoring Saint Bridget's Day, and this is because it's being disguised and Christianized from the old version of the goddess Bridget into the new goddess, which is Saint Bridget. But it still holds true that they honor her the same, and with that, in honoring her, they would make Dolly's dress as brides, then place them into a cradle called Bride's Bed. And then once they place this into the cradle, they would add nuts and symbols of male fertility and other associations to show the union of male and female. And in the metaphor, and you think of it, it's really showing the, the creation of life by bringing both unions together and they create life. And this is what Imbrov is. It is just about celebrating the beginning of something new, a new life. Now because of that, I have chosen to talk about sea magic. And all of you guys know that with sea magic, water is symbolically associated with our emotions. Our emotions are always changing. It goes with the flow, just like water flowing with the current and changing its moods from a beautiful calm day into a storm full of turbulence, just like our emotions. But this constant change is what develops the shoreline with the water. So we need this constant change with the water so the shoreline can develop, just like we need the change with our emotions for our personality to keep developing in order for us to grow. So this constant everlasting change is needed for us to grow. And the sea is so mysterious. The sea is very primal. It draws all of us to it because of the, myster the mysteries that it holds in it. Once we are drawn into the sea, we let ourselves just drift away. And once we drifted into the sea and we're allowing ourselves to drift with it, we become spellbound to it. And because of this, it's, it's almost like this overwhelming magical power that begins to speak on us on many levels that we just do not understand or we don't want to understand. And in some rare cases, we look forward to it and we want to learn from what we're being told. So no matter how you want to see this, once you let the seed take hold, your life changes. Once you embrace, this, embrace the water element, your life will change. The seed holds power that is not controllable, and that's just like our inner demons. The seed can't be controlled. We cannot control our inner demons. But we know, all of us know, that we have to control some aspect of who we are, right? This is what we think. Why? Why do we have to control who we are? Why can't we let the primal forces just take hold? Is it because we were raised this way? Is it because it's what society accepts? Is it the fear factor of being different and the, uh, allowing yourself to express who you truly are with the primal nature running through you? These are all the questions that have been in debate for many, many, many years. As you are all, I'm sure, sh shaking your heads or nodding, because we don't allow ourselves to embrace our, our primal half. We're too afraid to allow that primal half to break out. And the sea actually helps you develop this. 
The C helps you nurture it. It helps you to reach your goal that can help you release your primal fears, your primal instincts, in order for you to understand this and then to grow from this. You need to accept who you are 100%, every aspect of you. If that is your bad habits, your really bad thoughts that you may have, if that's your primal force calling you, all these aspects need to be put into one little pot, just like a cauldron, put into that, and then mixed up, and now it springs who you are. The butterfly that just came out, this is who you are. And you have to do this by embracing every aspect. The C can help you do this. So once you have let go, and once you've embraced the C for all its magical powers to be bestowed upon you, the gift of knowledge is beyond majestic. This literally opens you up to so many different types of awarenesses, and you've never had this experience. This awareness is completely new, and it's something that I know you've been looking for. So once you allow the sea to just let go and take you over, the awareness that you will receive is something you've never had. And then that feeling of interconnectedness that you've been missing for so long. Once you feel that embrace, once you feel yourself being accepted for who you truly are, you literally feel interconnected to everything and everyone. And this is like, this is just an amazing experience. As you guys can hear me talking about this, I love using water magic. I use the element of the sea all the time in everything I do. I use my kitchen sink when I'm doing the dishes, when I brush my teeth in the bathroom, when I take a shower in the tub, when I flush the toilet. These are all elements of the water that we have in our house. And you need to learn how to use this to help cleanse who you are and to bring yourself into a wholeness once again. So once you have let go and once you've actually embraced this, you guys will feel so much happier about yourself. And it is really simple to draw upon the sea. I mean, to, to accept the sea is just amazing. And it's easy to do. And all you have to do, and I know you guys are going to be like, man, that does sound easy, but it really is. All you have to do is just let go. Let go of who you really think you may be and learn who you truly are. So allow the sea to take over. And allow the mother goddess herself to sing to you her melody and allow her to embrace all the love and all that wanting that she has that she wants to embrace you with. Allow her to do this. She has been waiting to do this for so long. And all she's been waiting for you to do is to trust and to just let go. So this is how you tap into the water element. And it is worth it. Doing sea magic there is just, it's just like doing fire magic and air. It's just like all the other elements. But with the water magic, it has so many different healing qualities. And it is worth allowing the sea to take over. And then to learn who you truly are. Alright, so that is my little history with sea magic and how I feel about it. Now in blog for me, as you are all pretty much aware of and those who have celebrated the Sabbath, you guys know that this is about the first light in the dark of winter. This is the time where you cleanse yourself and your surroundings to start over. 
Now for me, this is also a very special time, like I was mentioning earlier, for all kinds of healing on the emotional, physical, and mental. Now, the emotion side, that's the water. Water just rushing and rushing over you and it's washing you. Right there is just cleansing in itself. If you meditate upon it, it helps your physical, it helps your mental, and this is really worth it. In blog is the time to do this. So this helps on all types of your planes of existence. So just letting go and allowing all this healing to happen is just miraculous. So Imbog is also the water bearer. It is known as Aquarius. It has three major associations to it. The respect, like I was telling you earlier, the respect of fire and water. That's what this month is about, the respect of fire and water. The second is the quickening of new life in the womb, which, guys, that's about creating life. It doesn't matter if that means creating a new job, creating a new living situation, just creating something new, even being pregnant. This is creating life in the womb. And then the third association is the lactation of ewes. Now, the lactation of ewes, that is our method of feeding. So we need to drink, we need to feed and feast upon this, and these are the three aspects. The respect of fire and water, the quickening of new life in the womb, and then the lactation of the ewes. Now when you think about it, the association of fire is due to the midpoint between winter solstice and the vernal equinox, right? So the significance to this would be Lighting the candles. When we light the candles, this helps represent purification, inspiration, and light. Now, in the forge, and just like um, in the oven, and you can use, so I'm putting like this image there for you guys, the forge, just like the oven, is where physical transformation occurs. And this is really just a metaphor for strength needed to move forward with the changing of the seasons. The water element is due to the fact that February is known as Aquarium, and it is the water bearer. It's also the symbolism of the well, which also symbolizes the cauldron. And this is where the water has its power to heal and transform. So just like the forge, the forge helps physical transformation. The cauldron, or the well, this helps to heal and transform all aspects leading into the creation of life itself. And this is the this is the whole theme here for this month. It's just creating life, creating something new. It's really the circle of life at its start, coming in the time from the hardness of this past winter months. And as you know, from darkness comes life. And this is what we are honoring. This is what I am honoring and what I will be talking to you tonight about. Now I will do a short intermission and I'm going to play Lorelei from Blackmore's Night and it's from her CD Ghost of Rose. Lorelei is a very beautiful song and I hope you guys enjoy it. Now when we come back I will be discussing about discussing with you about deities and then also some of the stuff that I will be doing and um, what else of food so I will be discussing that as well. So after the song that's what you can look forward to is the deities also the associations, um, some small stuff about the foods, and that'll be a pretty much of me wrapping it up. So enjoy Lorelei, and I will be back shortly.
Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. Coming to an internet site near you very shortly is a brand new business, The Witch's Shop. It caters for everything a witch, pagan or druid could possibly need for any occasion. So to find us, visit www.the-witches-shop.co.uk or you could find us on Facebook. So remember, for everything you could possibly need in your witch's broom cupboard, visit the-witches-shop.co.uk Sometimes we need an extra pair of hands when looking after an elderly relative, or we need a little help as we approach our twilight years. We specialise in providing a personal care service Our experienced care team can provide assistance with bathing, shopping, meal preparation at reasonable and competitive rates. Please contact Alison on 01271 864 886. Candor Care, providing care in the community. Warm, comforting and crafted with love. Old world style and grace handmade to your specifications. Each item is truly unique and all handmade. If you are looking for something bold and showy, or something just like Grandma used to make, search Cozy Crochet and Crafts on Facebook. The Mrs Mops range of chutneys and preserves includes traditional family recipes and our own creations using surprising new flavours in amazing combinations. All our chutneys are free from artificial preservatives and by always using the best locally sourced ingredients we are helping to maintain our local economy. Our range is continually growing and you can try them for yourself by booking one of our Come Taste With Me parties. You supply the wine and we'll even bring the crackers. To book a party, call us on 07581 735 769 or email admin at mrsmopschutneys.co.uk Oh, by the way, Mrs Mops Chutneys can now be bought from Nana Sue's on Ilfracombe High Street. Wish Upon A Star Weddings is a place where dreams come true. Our aim is to make your wedding day one of the most magical and memorable days of your life. We will assist in making your dreams into reality and make your special day as unique as you are. We create packages that are specifically designed for you and taking into account your budget, your day can be as modest or as lavish as you wish. You are in control. Choose venues from country mansions through to contemporary hotels with stunning views. Whatever you have in mind, we will be able to work with you to create something extra special. You can speak to Kim on 01271 862 944 or 07811 322 962 or you can email her at info at wishuponastarweddings.com. After an hour working out in the gym, I really enjoy nothing more than relaxing with a healing massage therapy. Karen Fergaline of Little Birds is a fully qualified, fully insured massage therapist. But you don't have to go to the gym to enjoy one of the Little Birds treatments. You can enjoy an individual massage, reflexology or aromatherapy sessions. Or maybe you can host one of their pamper parties for you and a group of friends. Or you can organise yourself a group therapy session. To contact Karen, give her a call on 07969 564528. Email her at littlebirdsmassage at gmail.com or visit her website at littlebirds
We don't cut corners, we clean them, says it all. So if you want fresh, clean carpets, give us a call on 07 530 630 001. The Carpet Fresh Man. Welcome back. I hope you all have enjoyed Lorelei. Now, when you are ready, I suggest that you grab a pen and a paper so you can take some notes. Now, you can always listen back to the show. And that is fine as well. But the next part of this segment will be telling you about the deities that I honor and also about the symbolisms. And then there will be a little brief about dinner and some creative ideas. So it is best if you just grab yourself a pen and paper to jot down some notes. Or even if you have some of your own ideas that come across. Okay. The deities for Inblog that I honor is Bridget. Bridget is known as Brid as well, B-R-I-D, or Bridget. Bridget is considered the Great Mother Goddess, and her special day is Inblog. Bridget also represents the mother who gives fertility and creative inspiration to all of us. Bridget also protects her family, which has given her the warrior, protector, and healer attributes. Bridget is also the guardian of children and the goddess of fire and the wife-to-be of the sun god. Now, some sources claim that she is also the goddess of agricultural, animal husbandry, medicine, crafting, and music. Now, when you think about everything that Bridget stands for, it's almost putting her in the triple mother goddess herself, which I do honor. I honor Bridget as a form of the triple mother. Now, it is reported that Bridget's husband was Bress. King of Tuatha. Now there is not much said about him, but the one thing that I do know is that he lacked compassion and generosity, which therefore made him lose his throne. However, Bridget being a goddess of life, she knew how to turn loss into something beautiful. And now for all of us, this is the magic that we are searching for. We always want to change what we can change. We are always looking for a way to change what we can. Now for me, this is who I honor on her sacred day, which is Bridget. And I also honor other deities. Now other deities, we have Agar, A-E-G-I-R. Now for me, this is the god of the sea, like Poseidon and Neptune, who I also worship during this time. So I also honor Poseidon, Neptune, and Agar, A-I-G-I-R. Now, Agar was married to Ran, R-A-N, and had nine daughters who represented the waves, or nine for the moon, and the associations of the moon. So his associations of the nine daughters represented the waves of the ocean, and it also represented nine for the moon, whose association is the moon, or the triple mother goddess. So just like Bridget, who represents the maiden, then the mother, 
and then finally the crown aspect with the nine gifts that she bestows and the nine gifts that she bestows is poetry reflection meditation research knowledge intelligence comprehension wisdom and lore so with all the gifts this is why i also worship agar and as i was just telling you because of the nine daughters the nine that represents the moon and the moon association and then the nine gifts that bridget bestowed upon us the next deity is the nyord n y o r d this is the oldest of the vanar gods his name means strength he is the god of ships sailors beaches and sea coast he would also help sailors with good winds and good fortune in hunting now footprints in the sand is what represented him so when you would see the footprints in the sand that was the representation of the Niger as well as seashells his associations are fertility prophecy and protection just like Bridget his familiars are swans and seagulls the gemstones are jet amber and malachite now ran ran for me represents our darker half the storm of the sea where she uses her net to catch her to capture um, sailors to take them to her coral cave now for me this is a metaphor of the changing moves that we go through that i was speaking to you about earlier she is also the other half of us like lilith and her gemstone is amber just like freya and the sea sprites are her familiars now for me celebrating emblog this year is by incorporating the water element also known as sea magic that i was discussing about and this is due to its cleansing and protecting qualities as well as the month of aquarius so really there is no better time than now to clean house clean everything anything that you can get your hands on clean it clean your spirit clean your energy just start cleaning everything clear it all out and start over so i will be calling upon these deities and the ones i mentioned above now my sea altar my sea altar is well that's going to be a little bit different and i'm going to explain to you how to choose a sea altar in a way but this is how my sea altar is when choosing candles you 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 want to use colors like um blue green and white the reason is because they represent sea foam so creating your order is really your own personal choices and there's no um special way to do this but when you do make when you do make your um altar make sure that you incorporate the elements of the sea and the elements of the sea right now because we will be using candle magic with sea magic are the colors blue green and white now some other suggestions you guys might be interested is interested in is um sand sand is good to have sea salt and definitely water pictures of the oceans or deities seashells sea creatures and the most important is sea glass sea glass is a must due to the healing and prophecy qualities and as a cauldron scallop clams or cockle shells will also work well 
Now my cauldron is a form of a chambered nautilus, and it stands upright. Um, in case I, you guys don't understand what a chambered nautilus is, it has a, it's like a spinning wheel. So I suggest you to Google it, but mine's a chambered nautilus. And it stands upright with the opening point out, and a seashell with the spiral on it is a must when you're using um, sea magic because it represents the female quality. So with a um, the spiral that I was just mentioning, the the nice other thing, well the other thing that I actually use is the conch shell. So you would want to find yourself a conch shell. So either a chambered nautilus, and or both, like I have, is the conch shell. All right, so that brings me into the um, the representations, the symbolisms. Now, the moon names of Imblog, also known as Candlemas, there are several moon names. You have Ice Moon, you have Storm Moon, you have Horning Moon, Hunger Moon, Wild Moon, Red and Cleansing Moon, Quickening Moon, and then you have what's known as the Sun Month or Solemnath. And this is the big winter moon. Now, I actually honor the quickening moon. And when I do do my ritual, I will be doing it for the quickening of the moon. Other deities for Imblog are any and all virgin maiden goddesses like Bridget, Athena, Iana, Gaia. And then you have Febru and the gods of love and fertility. You have Eros and then you have the god Febris. So these are the deities that um, you would be using to honor, and these are the deities I will be using to honor. Now the symbolisms of Imblog is purity, growth, renewal, the reunion of the goddess and the god, and fertility. It's dispensing of the old and making way for the new. And then we have... Um, the different types of symbolisms that you can use for your altar and what I use is a Bethlehem white flowers when I can find them and that's a bit hard so sometimes I actually go online and order them then you have candles you have wheels then you have Bridget's cross now I do not talk about making Bridget's cross but you can google it and look it up and then you can actually make one for yourself then you have your wands and um your plows. So those are your symbols for your altar. And then herbs that you can use is angelica, basil, bay, laurel, blackberry, colt's foot, heather, iris, myrrh, tansy, violet, and all white or yellow flowers. And it's good if you can really try to find some. Now, I know it's still winter months and it's hard to find flowers out there. But you can also use fake flowers, guys. You can go to the dollar store and you can just get like a little bunch of stuff for your hands and it's a dollar. It's just a symbol. It's a representation of what you're honoring. Now, foods for Inblog. The foods are a big variety here. You can have pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, poppy seeds. Um, cakes, muffins, oh, scones and breads, all dairy products, uh, peppers, onions, garlic, raisin, spiced wines, and herbal teas. So those would be your foods. And for incense, you can use 
basil, bay, wisteria, cinnamon, violet, vanilla, or myrrh. Now, like I was mentioning to you earlier about colors, colors for me was going to be red, brown, yellow, white. Now, there are other colors. You have pink and green, so you can choose those as well. Now, the stones that you can use on the altar is amethyst, bloodstone, garnet, ruby, onyx, turquoise, and amber. Now, activities that you could be doing. Again, with uh, what I was mentioning earlier, activities, definitely Google if this is what you want to do. But you can do some candle lighting, stone gathering, and I absolutely love stone gathering. Um, you do snow hiking, searching for signs of spring by going outside, um, making a bredial goss, which is a bride's bed, and you can make wands. You can decorate your plow. Uh, what else? You can uh, feasting. Uh, let's not forget about eating food here. Feasting and bonfires. Then, last but not least, my favorite, the water element. If it is possible, go on outside and walk around and try to find some seashells, rocks, and glass. And the most special among all specials that you want to try to find is a holy seashell, rock, or glass. Something that is made with a natural holy stone. Alright, now that brings me into the foods that I will be doing. Now, for me, I will be making the elixir of Bridget. The elixir of Bridget is, well, you're going to need a pen and paper because this is something I really highly suggest you to use. So the elixir of Bridget, you will need milk. So you want a warm pint of milk, and then you're going to put it into a small saucepan. You're going to add a teaspoon of honey and one-eighth teaspoon of vanilla. Stir constantly until the honey is dissolved. Then allow the mixture to cool at room temperature and then pour this into your chalice and place it upon your altar. When you're ready to do your ritual, then you would drink this for the sweetness of the goddess and it will help you connect to her easier. So again, the elixir of Bridget. For me, I think this is a must. This is what I'll be doing. Warm a pint of milk in a small saucepan. Add a teaspoon of honey and one-eighth teaspoon of vanilla Stir constantly until the honey is dissolved, then allow the mixture to cool to room temperature. Then pour this into your chalice, place upon the altar, and then drink when you are ready to perform your ritual. Alright, we have Blessed Bride's Cake. Now the Blessed Bride's Cake, one cup of sugar, one cup of walnut meat, uh, walnuts that are meated chopped up, and then one cup of vegetable oil. 1 cup of golden raisin, 1 cup of flour, 4 eggs, 1 teaspoon of baking powder. Mix all the ingredients together until they are wet. Do not overmix. Pour this into a grease pan and floured a 9 by 9 by 2 square baking pan. Bake at 350 degrees for 20 to 30 minutes or until the knife that you insert into the middle of the cake comes out clean and then allow this to cool before serving. And there is your cake. Now, I was actually going to make, um, oh, what was it that my husband wanted to do? It was like beef, it was beef stew. No, it was lamb stew, I think it was. 
Uh-oh. No, Shepard's Pie. <laughs> Shepard's Pie. He wanted to make Shepard's Pie. But because one of my girlfriends mentioned lamb stew, I decided to stick with the traditional. Now, this has not been decided. He is still debating over lamb stew or um, the other one that I had just mentioned, which I just forgot about again. But um, this is the two, the two different ones I'm going. But tonight I'm going to tell you about the um, lamb stew, only because of the fact that it was a friend who told me about it, and her name was Bridget, and we're honoring Bridget, so I decided to stay with the traditional. So for lamb, for the lamb feast, it's called lamb stew. You have, um, you'll need two and a half lamb neck chops, one teaspoon of lamb fat, four medium onions, one teaspoon of butter or margarine, four medium carrots, two and a half cups of water, four medium potatoes, one tablespoon of parsley chopped, one teaspoon each of salt and pepper to taste, one teaspoon of chives chopped. Now, you want to keep the fat on the lamb chops, so make sure you don't get the, fam, uh, the lamb chops fat cut off. Shred some of the excess fat and cut it down into um, a large pot or even a Dutch oven if possible. I wish I had one, but I don't own one. I would love to own one. <laughs> Peel the onions, carrots, and potatoes. Cut the onions and carrots into quarters and pull all the vegetables aside. Cut the meat into eight pieces and trim away the rest of the excess fat. The bone needed, the bones are needed, so don't remove them. Place the meat into the hot fat and brown. Repeat with the onions and the carrots. Then add water, salt, pepper carefully. And then put your potatoes on the top. Then cover the pot and simmer gently until the meat is cooked. And it would take roughly two hours. Then remove from the heat and then pour off the cooking liquid into a separate saucepan and allow this to cool for a few minutes. Then skim off the grease and reheat. Add butter, chives, and parsley to the reheated liquid in the saucepan and then pour the heated liquid back over the stew and serve hot. And this makes roughly four to six servings. All right. Now, we have a little prayer that you can say with your meal. This is, Blessed be the earth and all who dwell upon it. We give thanks for the season now departing from us, for the blessing it has bestowed upon us and upon those with whom we share this world. Blessed be the new season. We pray that it will be in time filled with peace, with abundance, with prosperity and with wisdom, then with love. Blessed be all who share this feast, and let us now prepare for the time ahead by opening our hearts and our minds and our spirit. Blessed be. Alright guys, that brings us to the end of the show. So I hope that you've enjoyed this and you've enjoyed my little rants here and there and what I will be celebrating for Inblog and also the little blessing that you can say with your meal. Again, the meal that you can decide to make was the Feast Lamb Stew. The cake is the Blessed Bride's Cake. Now, the one thing I definitely recommend that you make, no matter what, is the Elixir of Bridget. So, I would um, definitely recommend that. <laughs> okay. Alright, guys. So, that's the end of the show. If you have any questions, you can find me at Facebook at Cora's Cauldron. 
You can also find me on Cauldron FM. Then you can find me at Keen.com under Reverend Cora. So until I talk to you again, I hope that the gods and goddesses take care, clear and protect your path, and may you have a wonderful end blog. That's the end of another fantastic show from Cora's Cauldron. If you want to get in touch with Colton FM, drop us an email to mail at cauldronfm.co.uk. Thanks for listening. This is Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. Cauldron FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take! Ha <laughs> ha!